Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Mystic Margaritas, broadcasting live on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Marge Bowen, and I'm here with my beautiful friend and co-creator, Margaret Miller. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Margaret. (laughs) Part of living a mystic life is paying attention to the invisible energies that are around and within us. And the topics and discussions that Margaret and I have today and each week actually come from astrological influences through the illumination of the sun and the I Ching, which is also called the Book of Change that came from the wisdom of our ancestors. Then all of you join in and listen to this live broadcast and you add your energy and wisdom to Margaret's and mine. And together we are actually co-creating in the moment, which is really a lot of fun. So. We do want you to feel free to ask questions. Uh, Margaret and I are just learning the whole process of this live broadcasting. So we'll get better and better at answering and interacting with you, but we do invite you to join in on that. Wonderful. Uh, Thank you everybody for being here today and for listening. Those of you who will be listening in the future, I'm Margaret Miller. And today we're talking about um, moving our energy from uh, compromise and what happens when we compromise into competence and bounteousness. And as Marge was saying, we, um, you know, we're choosing our topics uh, through the energies that are present in, in the in the heavens through the astrological chart and so forth. But we're also, and we're also doing something fun that, um, you know, is challenging, I think, to our, uh, the parts of us that want to um, have things lined out for us and, (laughs) and organized and, um, you know, uh, expected or, or comfortable. And that is that we are each drawing a card um, as we start, uh, before we start this broadcast and uh, to give us sort of a, an energy of uh, where we might wanna take the conversation. And so um, I'm gonna ask you Marge, if you're willing to start that with the card that you drew. I'd be happy to. And I love that this card came up. This, this is a card from the deck called the Tao or Oracle. And the card is called waiting. And it's about timing and being patient. And as Margaret and I go into talking about compromise and discovering the inner and outer compromise that maybe we're doing in our lives with regards to many things, Uh, This idea of being patient and waiting is really very powerful. So this is about, the card is about, um, it's really about the progress that is guided by a power greater than 
just ours and about nurturing our inner strength too, as we, as we are patient. Um, it's about stepping back from the tendency to want to push forward. Um, and just like the last broadcast we had, where we talked about winter being a time of self-reflection, um, allowing that depth and that um, inner reflection to happen so that we can stay in the present moment in times of change. So it, the card also reminds us that this is not about the outcome in life. It's not about the goal. It's actually about the journey itself. Um, and the advice in it is definitely to stay positive and, and to really take care of our body, to take care of ourselves. And so from, from all of this, we can learn endurance, tolerance, composure, in spite of any delays that might happen in our life. And then um, it also supports us to uh, recognize help when it shows up, uh, even in chaos and difficult times. And one of the ways that we, it allows us to do that is we're able to move into gratitude. Wow, that's beautiful. I really like that it's, it's asking us to step back and look at the big picture. I think this is, it's a really important part of what we're gonna be talking about today is being yes. able to see ourselves in the big picture and to see, uh, you know, to see things from the broader perspective allows us to, um, to not compromise uh, the things that are really, really important to us. And having that patience is, is really important. So I'm going to uh, share now the card that I drew. And I drew from the Way of the Horse deck, which is also a really beautiful, beautiful um, deck. And the card that I drew is called Moonlight's Embrace. And on the card, it has this beautiful picture of... Uh, a white horse and an owl, a white owl. And it's the Moonlight Embrace is talking about keeping the heart open and having the courage to be vulnerable and holding the space, the sacred space of possibility. And I don't know if you've ever seen a white horse in the moonlight, but they, you know, horses are prey animals and they're, they're always vulnerable, right? They're always in, uh, uh, out in the, they wanna be out in the open so that they can see what's around them. And in the moonlight, you know, when the moon is shining on a horse, on a white horse, they stand out. And so they're, they're really vulnerable in a way, but they're also um, like this, this, mystical power and and I thought this was really interesting I looked also at the Sabian symbol for today and it is uh, at two degrees of Sagittarius we just moved into Sagittarius so we're in the the phase of the year that deals with um, our philosophies and theologies and belief systems and um, you know, 
traveling in our minds and traveling actually physical travel also, but, but traveling in our minds and being able to see the bigger picture, which I thought was, uh, that was the other reason I was kind of excited about the card that you drew. And then, so the Sabian symbol for today is uh, two degrees of Sagittarius, which is the ocean covered with white caps. And it's, that's talking about the power of the unconscious elements or accepting the need to flow around obstacles that are beyond our capacity to influence. And when you think about white caps, they're often described or depicted as white horses. And, and they're talking about this irre, um, like irrepressible um, energies or spirits and resourcefulness. So I just wanted to add that in there. That's beautiful. And I love the, uh, the vulnerability and possibility and the traveling to the traveling within our mind. And um, that takes us into this whole idea about compromise and what it is exactly. And um, I, I, before I do that, though, I, I do want to show you the picture of my card. I think that's a good idea. It's, it's a woman, a beautiful woman, almost looks like she's in water, Margaret, and she's mm -hmm. pregnant. And so we find that as we, as we move into the understandings of some of what we're going to really be talking about, the opportunity exists to create that journey that we want. And so I'm going to first talk for a minute about compromise, because, you know, we all know about compromise, we've all compromised. But I want to put it out there that there's a couple of different kinds of compromise. There's outer compromise. So for example, in a relationship, I've been married for 34 years and obviously I've had to compromise a time or two in all of that time with, within the relationship. And of course, we're willing to compromise if, if we know if we have kind of a vision of what that means, what the outcome is, right? So I'm willing to compromise because I love my husband and this is our relationship and that's important to me. There's also inner compromise though. And um, inner compromise is something that is to be valued and really become aware of because without it, we really struggle with creating boundaries and with understanding ourselves to the degree that we, we are able to create, co-create what we want in relationships, in work, with our children, I mean, anywhere. Well, that's an interesting way of looking at that, Marge. I really, I like that idea. And I, you know, if we don't have, if we don't have the self-knowledge to know the difference, uh, the different kinds of compromise, uh, then we can really do injury to ourselves. And we do uh, throughout our lifetimes. We've made, uh, most of us have made compromises that uh, have devalued ourselves or, or, lowered our self-esteem. And I, I was thinking about this, I was thinking about how, you know, when, 
it, it has to do with the energy behind the, the compromise, the reason for the compromise. Are we compromising, like in your example, uh, because the big picture is that we uh, you know, value our relationship and we love our husband or, you know, our, our partner or whoever that is that we're making that compromise with. And does that serve the, the big picture? Does that serve the long-term reality of, of what we want to create or not? And, and if it doesn't, then that compromise can turn into something that is damaging to us uh, internally, uh, meaning that that it it causes us then to not be able to um, to trust ourselves as much. Um, you know, we won't we won't necessarily stand up for ourselves in the areas where it's important. And it's so true. And and if we in, in not being able to stand up for ourselves. Part of that is not really having the integrity, right? Not being aware of what my own integrity and honor is. That's an important piece of the conversation, I think. Because if I am fully aware of what my values and in, you know, therefore integrity and honor is, then I can maneuver through some of those challenges and conflicts and, um, and, and to, to speak to what you were just saying, Margaret, about lowering our self-esteem, when we do um, violate, if you will, our own inner self of, uh, or inner feeling of integrity and honor, we do contract and we get smaller. And it does um, really have a negative impact on our, our own self-belief and self-esteem. And... So I love the question, what would love do? Because that's really what we're talking about, right? We're talking about how do I approach any situation in life from a place of love rather than from a place of ego or misinterpretation even? That's, that's incredibly beautiful because this is, I mean, that's exactly it. What would love do? And, and it, when we ask that question, where, where are we asking from? Like, what are, what is it within us that is asking that question? Right. I, yeah. I that's the higher self. That is uh, the broader picture, the, the, the part of us that exists beyond time and space. And I'd, I noticed that we're getting close to uh, a break time. So when we come back, I'd love to, um, to talk more about that. Um, and you're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and me, Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. And we will be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. 
Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. This is Marge. And before we went on break, we were talking about um, this idea of compromise and where are we coming from? And uh, if we follow the, the question, is it love, then we, and we are able to come from that place, then it looks very different. And just to give you an example, um, there have been situations certainly in the past where I compromised my inner self. I either wasn't thinking of my own integrity or I completely ignored it. Um, and then I end up feeling embarrassed, um, guilty, even ashamed. And that's a lot to go through. And that can really um, negatively impact uh, a, a relationship. And so in order to move through and move forward that out of this contracted feeling of, of shame and embarrassment uh, and going against my own integrity, I really had to envision by way of my heart, who do I want to be in my marriage? Okay. So what do I want to be? How do I want to show up in my marriage? And that certainly is what you were speaking to, Margaret, in terms of needing to drop down into the heart, access that that higher part of self in order to co-create in relationship specifically. Yeah, you th I think that, that this also speaks to uh, self-esteem. When we, when we ask that question or when we are coming fr uh, from a place that, that uh, you know, what I would call the higher self. That's just my languaging for that. You know, when we are coming from that place, then we are, we're coming from our heart and we are asking that question or we're using that lens. We're using the lens of love to look out at the world. And we, we do see a bigger picture. We see beyond ourselves and to the larger, to the, to the larger, um, to the greater good, I guess you would call that. And, and it's important in our relationships, it's important in our work, it's important in, in every aspect of our lives. And all of these, all of the areas of our lives, we are subject to 
having to make compromises. And, um, uh, and as we do that, as we, uh, as we learn what's important and learn how to make those choices that resonate with our hearts, that resonate with our being, that, that, you know, that do show us integrity, you know, show us what that feels like. And we, we build confidence and competence in, in our relationships and in our work and in what we're doing. Uh, I was thinking about this in terms of, um, you know, early childhood compromise too, where we, you know, where we compromise, um, where we are taught to compromise our dreams, where we are told that you can't do that or, or that's just, you know, that's, that's nice, dear, but, you know, that's not realistic. And what comes to my mind is, you know, a memory for me is, is my lifelong dream of, of having horses and uh, being told, you know, in no uncertain terms, you know, I mean, it was, it was true at the time, you know, it wasn't realistic, and it wasn't, you know, within the realm of possibilities. But when, when we, do, when we, when we say that, or when we, when we don't uh, nurture those dreams, or have them nurtured, you know, uh, through, just an acknowledgement of them as being some something powerful within us, then then we, you know, I went through most of my life believing that that was true. And it wasn't until uh, much later when I had, I was actually in a, a very powerful ceremony, and had the realization that, that I was not willing to compromise I was not willing to compromise myself or my integrity or my joy for anything. And that, that I made a commitment to myself in that moment that, that if, it, if it wasn't bringing joy to myself or to the world, uh, you know, that it wasn't worth doing and I wasn't going to do it. And within, within a year or so of that, Lo and behold, <laughs> horses came into my life and they've, you know, they stampeded in and they've been taking over ever since. So <laughs> and that, that leads us kind of into the, the idea of competence, right? Because the more we believe in ourselves, the more we're able to create from that place and that produces a certain effect and it brings people around us to help us do that. And it makes me think too, you were talking about the child, our childhood and what we learn. And I think most of us have grown up with the idea of money doesn't grow in trees, on trees, right? And so there's this scarcity about, about money. And this is actually all part of this compromise and competence and even bounteousness pathway. Because so many of us um, have grown up with beliefs like that. And so that's what we end up creating and have a scarcity of money or other things. And it isn't until we face those fear thoughts and the old beliefs that we hold around that. And like you said, Margaret, we, we take a stand with self. In other words, we connect with our own heartfelt integrity and honor. And this is, this is too important to me and not from a greed place, but from, uh, because I want to express my, myself in this way 
and it's okay that it produces a monetary benefit from that. And then what happens is we start relating with like-minded people and things off this pathway goes so that we're attracting what it is we want. Right. And as, as we do that, as we, you know, follow that pathway and, and, and these things start to unfold for us and, and we meet uh, the people that can help with that, we, we open up even farther into this, um, into this vulnerability and transparency. We really start to shine ourselves from the inside out. And it's not like we're never going to make compromises again, or we're never going to, um, you know, find ourselves making choices that that don't work out. But but it becomes a lot more obvious to us uh, what what we what is true for us and what isn't. And it you know it's like with with anything that we do, it requires a little bit of practice and a little bit of, of muscle building to be able to, to be able to, uh, to follow, um, that, that internal compass and knowing, you know, know thyself, right. This is, this is what all of that comes down to what you were talking about is, is we have to have enough self-knowledge to be able to, um, to be able to make those choices and to know what it is we're standing up for. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why this idea of self-belief is such an important part of that. And of course, self-belief doesn't just happen automatically. It's a, it's a journey in itself. And um, I think the fact that, you know, you and I have come together, I mean, this creative process and co-creating we are doing with the with the live broadcast, right, has been an example of compromise and believing in ourselves enough, even though we've had moments, I know I have personally where, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And we support each other. And the energy has just been so beautiful in moving forward to put out there something that you and I both hold dearly in our hearts, which is key and why really it all was so synchronous and happening. Yeah. Yeah, so, so here I am in a moment of uh, uh, needing to bring myself back into my heart center. I popped out. I, w- I, I got a little nervous, like in in that in that moment. So I'm just going to take a minute and take a deep breath and bring my awareness back down into my heart center. Yeah, because this is this is true. Uh, Marge, we have, you and I are creating something on the fly. And, but it's, it, it is and it's not, right? I feel this, um, I don't know what you'd call it, sort of a destiny force or a, yeah, it's like kind of, we, we were, we were meant to do this because both of us are teachers and we have things to say. And it would be a great compromise and has been a great compromise in my life, I'll just say, that, that I have spent most of my time keeping my mouth shut. 
<laughs> and not saying what I have to say because I'm, you know, I'm too out there or I, you know, I don't live, uh, you know, I live uh, uh, in magical thinking and I live in a, a world that isn't uh, down to earth or reality. You know, this is the feedback that, that you know, I received through my life that, had, that helped me to make those compromises to keep my mouth shut. And, yeah. and here I am, you know, guess what? All of these things have been valuable all of that magical thinking, all of the, all of the, you know, mystical journeys that I've taken have brought me to a, a beautiful life that I have created. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel the same way in terms of, you know, not wanting to, to be so visible um, and not wanting to, and not having the self-belief really to speak out in the way that I want to speak out. And all of that has been certainly learned in the last decade for me um, more deeply. And, um, and, that, and that's the confidence, right? That's the confidence that we've gained from this compromise. And that takes us into the bounteousness, which is really everything beautiful. Um, everything beautiful. We can talk about that when we come back from break, if you'd like. That sounds wonderful. So, this is Mystic Margaritas. I'm Margaret Miller, and I'm with Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're joining Margaret and Marge in Mystic Margaritas and Margaret, we were talking about this idea of understanding and embracing this idea, this understanding of inner competence um, and being able to manifest that and how it leads to all good things, which you can also call bounteousness. Um, what I love about this idea is that by understanding when to compromise, when not to compromise, and really beginning to believe in self, uh, we start to ignite a fire in us. We start to get at that passion and creating from that passion and the best of who we are. And part of that journey is also being very connected to, I think, gratitude. And what a perfect time to really 
mention gratitude because here we are in November and we have Thanksgiving coming up and it's, it's all about gratitude. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that, um, that when we are able to be, uh, grateful, when we're be able to be open to all of the abundance coming to us, to that, that bigger picture, right. Uh, when we're, when we are, um, in that place, then, then we are competent. Then we, then, you know, because, because we recognize that we have, uh, resourcefulness you know even if we don't have a huge number of resources right in this moment if we have resourcefulness and that includes gratitude i think you know that what you're saying is basically one of our one of the greatest qualities of resourcefulness is our ability to be uh grateful or appreciative of what we do have and what's around us and to be able to uh, work from that place. Um, I was also thinking about competence and uh, thinking about something that Richard Rudd said in the, in the Gene Key that talks about uh, uh, competence and bounteousness. It's the 14th Gene Key. And he says, competence carries with it efficiency, enthusiasm, flair, and flexibility the four keys to material success. And that's how he kind of, you know, bridges that, uh, the, the idea of moving from competence uh, to bounteousness is that we are uh, efficient with, what, with what's in front of us. We're able to utilize um, the tools that are in front of us or the, or the resources or the, um, you know, the, the, the offerings from the universe, right? That are in front of us. And we're able to do that with enthusiasm. We love what we're doing. We're, you know, we're involved in our life that we are passionate about something. <laughs> Even if it's not like our work in the world, you know, if, if, if it's not our nine to five job or whatever it is that we're passionate about, if we can bring that enthusiasm for whatever it is that we do love into our our day to day life, um, then then we're not compromising and and we are moving towards bounteousness. And the flair is talking about our ability to uh, to be transparent, to be ourselves, to be vulnerable, to be uh, you know. Uh, for me, it's it's to be as as um, off the wall and you know, as, <laughs> as um, obtuse as I can be sometimes, you know, and, and that this is really part of my gift in the world, right? And I, I think that's a key point, Margaret, because that speaks to the uniqueness that we all are. And I know part of, part of my journey in this life is, is really starting to embrace the way who I am in all the different ways from others that I know. And, you know, I, I, just w working with people like I do and even learning like I've learned, we, we're such critics in our mind. We're such inner critics. And part of that, um, part of that inner compromise is saying no to the inner critic and be able to embrace self 
for the uniqueness that we are and live from that place. That's more of that integrity idea, I think. And I want to, I also want to mention too, because you, you talked about this idea of um, being able to know when we're touching that passion and when these opportunities come our way in that competence, right? And it takes me back to this card of waiting because we also tend to be in a real hurry, <laughs> you know, because we're excited or because we just want what we want now. And um, this card waiting uh, talks about being able to build the endurance and the tolerance and the composure in spite of delays, because in times of chaos and difficulties, we then will recognize help and be able to accept it in gratitude. And I just think that's a beautiful, um, a beautiful thing to remember because we all, we're all, I think, I think all of us can relate to being in that place right now. <laughs> I, I think you're right. Yeah, it is. At, and I like that the uh, coming back to that card also, uh, I like that it talks that the woman in that card is is pregnant, right? Because yeah. it's, it's the waiting that that is that pregnant space. And, and it it's, if we're able to have that patience, and still hold on to, right? Hold on to your dreams, right? <laughs> to yes. uh, allow ourselves to keep reaching for that in our hearts, even if circumstances and events at, are not uh, optimal, uh, then, then what happens is like a, um, Oh, what do you call it? It's like the tempering in the fire or the, um, the curing of, of, you know, or the, um, yeah, the curing of the wine or whatever, you know, to, uh, as we, as we wait patiently. And then when the moment comes, it doesn't ever, you know, it doesn't look like maybe what we had envisioned, but it's comes through with great power and enthusiasm. Yeah, I just wanna give a shout out to Wendy. Welcome, Wendy, we're glad you joined us. Um, I agree, Margaret, that, that the steeping, right? The steeping of all the wonderful information that is to be gained and being patient with, you know, loving ourselves or finding our passion or, you know, moving into a strong sense of belief in self and all of those things, that's the journey of life right there. Mm -hmm. And um, when we are patients, patient with that, and, and we, we let go of the criticism and judgment of that, and we just really learn to drop into our hearts and connect from a deeper space, then we start maneuvering into all the wonderful things that uh, that bounteous, the passion and the, and the energy of the fire of ourselves. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that also reminded me that, that um, you know, the card that I drew uh, was talking about, oh, and also the Sabian symbol was talking about the ocean and the waves and, and, and moving around obstacles, right? It's not, you know, the, the compromise sometimes is not 
is not just, you know, not like letting go of of the dream or whatever, but moving around things, going in a different way than we had originally thought and being flexible. That was the other part of the, um, his four keys to material success that Richard Rudd was talking about was flexibility, being able to like move around the obstacles, be the, the stone in the stream, stream, so to speak, and allow the water to move around. And, and, and that that allows us, um, wow, it's like a greater, a greater understanding of um, our timelessness. I don't know how, uh, quite how to, um, help me out here, Marge. I'm, okay. I'm kind of doubling. Well, you know, it, um, it makes me think of, Margaret, it makes me think of the second chakra. The second chakra is about creation. It's the sacral chakra. So it's below the navel. It, it rules the sex organs, right? So it's a very much about creation. And in that chakra, and this is what I think is interesting is, you know, it can be, we can move into, it's about relationships and emotions, but we can move into a martyr energy where we sacrifice self for others. And when we start to do that, we lose, we lose a bit of power, right? Versus the energy of the empress or emperor. And that's like a timeless energy right there, because it's one where I will, I will, I will co-create with you. I will listen to you. I will dance with you. I will move from ops around these obstacles to create um, what it is we are here to create together, whether it's a village or a relationship or whatever it is. And um, I think having the self-belief and knowing that I can do that and from which place I sit as I maneuver around obstacles and co-create that is the richness and that is the fire because there's a deep level of belief and trust and 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 holding that space for others to do the same which I love that idea as well Mm -hmm. so so uh this also is Talks, when you're talking about the fire in the belly, okay, Sagittarius is uh, a fire sign, and it's a mutable sign. It's a mutable fire. It means that that it um, is changeable, right? And and we can, and so it is sort of like the refiner's fire, where where we can use uh, the the challenges and the compromises that we have to make and the, the, you know, the things that we have to move around and the things that we have to wait for, we can use that to mold our lives into something greater. And, and that energy of um, what you were talking about in the, the, the second chakra, that energy of creation, right? Yeah. Because that was, that was sort of the title of our, that was the title of our show was moving from compromise to creation. We put creation in there yeah. and, 
and when we are coming from our authentic self, when we have come to a place where we are competent, and this is this is another idea of competence, right? When we are able to be ourselves, then we are competent in life, right? We're able to be competent in our own lives. Uh, when we are trying to be something other than what we are, or to pr present ourselves in a way that's different from who we are, then, you know, that then we're compromising and we're not being competent in, in our own lives. Right. And, and so then, then those things can't, you know, the, the, um, people, places, and, and things that are waiting to, to come to us can't come. Well, and when we are in that place, things become fun, don't they? And isn't the Sagittarius <laughs> like the luckiest sign of the Zodiac? And I always, I always feel like I love Sag. My son's a Sag, and I, I love Sag because I always have a lot of fun with Sag. And, and just like the second chakra, it really is about pleasure, the ability to experience pleasure and enjoyment in life. And so it's just what you're talking about, Margaret, that when we move into being confident and expressing from that authentic self, we are able to generate a huge amount of enjoyment in life. Yeah. So my daughter is a Sagittarius also. Ah, <laughs> so yeah. I, I love them. I love my little Sag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. So Wonderful. So let's continue uh, talking about that. This when we get um, back from break. So this is Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller, and we will be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. So you're joining Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen in Mystic Margaritas. We're so happy you're here listening in. And Margaret, we ended before the break talking about fun, which is one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> favorite things to be. I love being in fun. I love laughter. And as it turns out, that's an important part of my authentic self is being able to really engage in that with people and in places and things. And so um, that's part of my authenticity. And I've noticed that the more I move into a strong belief in self and knowing who my authentic self is, that 
life is a lot more fun and I'm not as I'm not in my head as much. I, I can drop down into my heart and work through things. I don't judge self as much. I've worked through, you know, the shame thing that I did for years. I mean, it's such a journey, isn't it? And um, I love that we're going to end this show uh, talking about this idea of finding that fire in the belly and uh, being able to connect with life in a very authentic way in order to create and create with others what I believe we're, we're meant to create in this life. And everyone benefits when we do that. Absolutely. I like that you were talking about uh, reminding us about, uh, you know, fun and, and laughter. And one of my greatest sources of fun and laughter is to, um, to, to laugh at myself, right? You know, I mean, you know, I'm, I am my own entertainment most of the time. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I'm hilarious, you know, and I think, I think all of us are, we're so adorable. And I, I looked in the chat room and, and Jen, right, as we ended, had said, so cute. And it's, that's something that I always say, you know, to, to clients when they're, when they're going through a difficult time uh, or whatever, it's like, how, how cute are we, you know, how adorable are we in our, in our, you know, in our humanness, because we, we just are. And if, what if, what if all of this, what if the bigger picture is about us having enjoyment in life and being able to, to um, cause joy to other people and to, uh, and for ourselves as well. You know, I really feel like this is the this is the wisdom that our elders give us, right? People who've lived a long time in this life, people in the whatever, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, it, you know, they've lived life long enough to know that they've worked out how some of these other things are not important. They've evolved through the decades and the wisdom that they offer is don't sweat the small stuff, right? Just have fun and be living that joy, whatever that joy is for you, because that's the vibration, if you will, that's the frequency that you're going to put out in the world. And the more we put out that kind of frequency in the world, the better off we all are. And it takes us a while, you know, I mean, we have to learn our lessons and gain our wisdom and all of that. Um, but it, it, it also requires a deep commitment to um, looking inward and being gentle enough with self to learn what we need to learn to excavate that beautiful joy and resonance um, with what that means for us. Ooh, that is so yummy. <laughs> I love that. You know, the, the gentleness, uh, being, being able to be gentle with ourselves. I think that that is, it is so key. And most of us are so, such right. harsh critics yes. uh, in our lives. And, and what does that look like? You know, when we, when we are able to take a moment, this was uh, actually my I, I do a weekly empowerment tip on my emails, uh, you know, through email. Um, 
And this week's tip was about that. It was, it was um, taking a few moments and looking inward and seeing and feeling where we're coming from, where are our, our, our thoughts gentle towards ourselves are our gestures harsh or jagged or pointed or are they flowing right and is our energy what is it like and and just taking a moment and and really noticing that because it like you said i mean we're putting that energy out into the world one way or another. So we might as well be putting out something that we want to receive in return, you know, and that we want that we want this world to be a joyful place and a loving place and a gentle place. Yeah, this is a great time of year to really practice gently with ourselves, isn't it? Because we're, you know, we're, we're approaching the holidays at a in a way that maybe many of us have never approached it. You know, we have a lot more limitations in how we, how we create our holidays this year. And it's created a lot of challenges for people. So I do, I do invite everyone listening to move into that gentle energy with self and you'll more easily be able to offer that with others. And as well as staying in, in the heart and in a place of gratitude, and that will, that will further help us to maneuver through these obstacles that we have today. And uh, so that we can get through it and create even more beautiful, uh, a beautiful world for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we have not compromised at all in our uh, conversation with each other today. I feel like we touched on what we wanted to cover. How about you? <laughs> I feel good about it. I think we're learning this uh, yeah. fun process that we've <laughs> engaged in. <laughs> yeah. So next week, uh, we'd love it if you would join us again next week. We will be um, talking about alternatives to trying to force outcomes <laughs> in our creative process. So so go, moving from force to majesty. Ooh, perfect for a new year. Yeah, don't you think? I think it's a good topic that we're going to be doing. So we would be excited to see you again. Yes, um, I think we have a, a couple more minutes. So oh, good. Well, I'm going to be, I'm going to be for our next show. I'm going to actually be at my son's house in Washington. And uh, I'm going to try to have a wonderful setup for us, but I look forward to joining you next week. Cool. I'm going to be hanging out with my horses because that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So hopefully we have moved now from compromise to bounteousness in our energy. I think we have... Thank you for choosing to listen to The Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.